Hello, I'm Vada. This is Roxy. And you're listening to VCR. Hello, Roxy. How are you? Hi. <laughs> Everything good in your world. <laughs> Everything's good in your world. <laughs> yeah, everything's good. Awesome. You know, something that uh, I've always wanted to ask you, because, you know, you are a model, and uh, I know you also have model friends, and um, I've always been curious, because, you know, as a model, you have fans, right? And as an attractive woman, you have fans. So do you ever get stalker issues? Oh, my God, yes. Mm interesting so what like how long ago was your latest stalker issue or do you get them on the daily um not so much anymore but i do have a couple that message me like mm-hmm. almost daily and is it like pretty you know like weird things that they're sending you or <laughs> yes yes it's always weird messages or or you know messages with the audacity (laughs) who do you think you are sir (laughs) unwarranted pictures right (laughs) well at least those have stopped well not really stopped but they've drastically slowed down I'm very Mm. grateful for that (laughs) and today we also have a very special guest uh, who is also a model and you know I'm sure is no stranger to stalkers either. Don't forget talented. A talented <laughs> model. <laughs> does talented. She know, does she have to fill you in on that. I think yeah, I was going to say, does she know the one. story on that one? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. so we'll, we'll, we'll explain the talented model one a little later, but we also have the absolutely amazing Stacy with us from our last show, actually, too. Yay! Welcome, Stacy. Hey. How are you doing? I'm a little tired today. I got up really, really early, so I'm I'm dragging ass right now. I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. We I'm know. working with the health and fitness coach, and you know, trying to stay with the program. <laughs> You're working on that fitness, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Trying so, to keep this model body up, you know. There you, you go. Know. There you go. <laughs> so as a model, Stacy, do you also have like fans who kind of become rather stalkerish or have become stalkers? Definitely stalker tendencies. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and actually, you know, the more I think about it, we were talking earlier, the more I'm thinking of uh, of crazy like calling the police (laughs) (laughs) like the more we talk she's like wait a minute maybe i do have a stalker like like just people that don't know don't take yeah they don't have boundaries and they don't i don't know if they would actually ever do anything but like very stalkerish on social media Mm -hmm. um just you know, constantly messing, messaging you and not taking no for an answer or like just trying to get you to like meet up with them. And um, finally, sometimes you just have to block them, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, those are all actually very valid possible stalker. 
uh, tendencies and very valid, you know, uh, signs that you have a stalker. In fact, let's go ahead and look at this. We're going to take a look. I'm going to share screen with you guys on this um, thing called stalking. It's called it's through uh, victim content. It's a resource center. And they're talking about stalking, obviously, because that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> and, okay, uh, Mr. Obvious. Right? <laughs> In case our followers haven't figured it out, we're talking about stalking. And um, this is kind of a list of, you know, what are things you should look out for? in the event that you do have a stalker. If you haven't figured out you have a stalker, here's some helpful hints. Uh, one, repeatedly uh, repeatedly calls your phone, including hanging up. Uh, that I think that's just, that's just kind of true, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, your stalker wants to be in communication with you, so we're constantly calling you and then hanging up. I've had that happen a few times where they call and they hang up, you know, like mm -hmm. they hear your voice and they're being creepy on the other line and that kind of fun thing. Weirdly, that's all they want is to hear your voice. Right. So weird. <laughs> like, I have a podcast. You can listen. You can there, listen to sir. that. You can hear my voice all you want. <laughs> that episode on repeat. <laughs> I have over 100 episodes, please. <laughs> I have about. 45. No. <laughs> there you go. Uh, follows you and shows up wherever you mm. are. Yeah, that, that yeah. would be a definite sign of stalking. Mm -hmm. Sends unwanted gifts, letters, texts, or emails. Yep, all that sounds right. Damages your home, car, or other property. Have you all ever had that issue where they've damaged or been onto your property? Um been to the property kind of but oh well yeah but not damage okay anything like that for you stacy no not for me i think mainly my stuff is usually social media related mm -hmm. and but i would not doubt some of them if they knew where i live because mm -hmm. i've had a, a couple like um, like I would put on my Instagram, you have to be really careful about even putting where you're going. Um, because like I put, like I was going to Florida or Dallas one time and like, I get these random messages. Hey, I live in Dallas. I live in Florida. We should link up. And I'm uh -huh. like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one's an interesting one, but I think this one at this point, it is far gone. Monitors your phone calls or uh, computer use, possibly through spyware. Like, I don't think you would know that until it's too late. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uses technology like hidden cameras or global uh, positioning systems, GPS, to track where you are. Yeah, that again, that's a bit far. That's a bit much. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't uh, experienced anything to that extent, thankfully, or that I know of. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> uh, drives, drives by or lingers near your home, school, or work. You yeah. know, I did have an ex admit they used to drive by my house. Yeah, that, that, that might be a problem. Might be a problem. Threatens to hurt you, your family, or friends, or pets. 
performs other actions that control, track, or frighten you. And last but not least, uses other people to try to communicate with you, like children, family, or friends. Hmm. Yeah, those all sound just creepy right off the bat. Oh, you know? Yes, they definitely <laughs> those are. Sound, those sound like the ones, you know, that hopefully I never have to experience. I think, like I said, most of mine have been through, well, it says gift letters, texts, or emails. I guess, you know, messages on, on social media could be the same as emails, you know? Yeah. No, it, it's, it's definitely the same thing. You know, messaging you, constantly messaging you, uh, constantly trying to get in contact with you, all that kind of falls in the same category. Um, you know, have y'all received like weird, like random gifts? I have. Okay. Like, what was it? Can I ask? Um, so it was flowers. I, uh, (laughs) right. So, and mind you, at this time, I had a boyfriend and he lived with me. And we had gone out one night and we were just, you know, we were out having a good time. We ended up having, we extended the fun time and went to an after hours. And, you know, we just danced the night away until the wee, wee early hours of the morning. Uh, we get home, I think around eight, eight thirty. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to walk my dog. And so, like, you know, we run and we walk inside, we go in, I get my dog ready and he's in the restroom. We weren't even in the apartment for not even 10 minutes. I open my front door and there's flowers on my porch with a note and everything. And I was I shut the door immediately and I called my boyfriend and I was like, babe, like, come look at this. And he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't know. I said, I opened the door and they're there. I was like, that's fucking creepy. Like, we literally just walked in the door and now these are here. Like, somebody's watching us. And it just had, it had a phone number. Like, he left his phone number and everything. And I was wow. like, what the fuck? This is so weird. So he, and I was about to go walk the dog because it's, you know, daylight. So he's going to use the restroom. I'm going to walk the dog. Well, after he saw that, he's like, uh-uh, get your butt inside. I'm going to walk the dog. And then he was like, nope, you know what? You come with me. I'm not leaving you in here. Wow. Yeah. He was like, you're not coming out of this apartment by yourself. I'm going to be with you. Like ever again. He never let me walk the dog by myself ever again. Hmm. That was that was terrifying. And to Uh this day, I have no idea. Hmm. Oh, you know, this actually reminded me of something that happened in the military when I lived in the dorms just made me think of it. Um, there, there was this guy that, um, that was into me and I liked him at first, but then he was just like, started acting weird. I can't remember exactly what he did. Um, but he just started acting weird and I didn't want anything to do with him anymore. And one night he just showed up at my dorm room. It was storming and raining outside. And he was like, I just really want to see you and banging on my door. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it was scary. Like, you can't even, you can't even be safe in a military dorm, you know? That is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like it's it's just an example of a guy that didn't know how to take no for an answer. Hmm. 
Well, that's that's kind of that's kind of really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he finally stopped after I berated him. <laughs> oh, after you like really got after him. Yeah. I think I said something I'm gonna report you to the commander or oh my something. God. So like he finally backed just, off. Yeah. <laughs> Now, something else in here is if you've been stalking, again, this is like if something has been going on for a while and you know about it, it's kind of explaining some of the, the feelings or conditions you may be having if you're being stalked. And one of them is you may be fearful of what the stalker is capable of doing, uh, feel vulnerable, unsafe, or not know who to trust, feel depressed, hopeless, angry, anxious, irritable on edge and hyper vigilant have flashbacks wait whoa have flashbacks of what <laughs> this is just starting what are you having flashbacks of <laughs> i guess it depends on how bad the stalking was I, well i mean if you're having flashbacks we're gone beyond stalking at this point <laughs> yes <laughs> uh wow okay disturbing thoughts feelings or memories again i think that's all beyond stalking at that point uh feel confused frustrated or isolated because other people don't understand why you are afraid miss work mm -hmm. or school for fear of seeing your stalker change your normal or preferred social media habits all valid i get it totally get it um things that you can do number one call 911 immediately for assistance yes absolutely um have you all had to call 911 due to a stalker yes okay just yes no one elaborate. yes <laughs> yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Okay, so <laughs> yes, that's all. I'm done. No, <laughs> no. Um, when I was um a teenager, I actually had a really crazy situation. This guy that I don't even remember. Like it was so long ago. I don't. Um, I remember he worked at IHOP. How we met and how all that stuff happened, I don't quite remember. I think it was being us being at IHOP because you know we used to go hang out there as teenagers, like at like late at night because that's all there was to do in in that town on weekends if it was late as a teenager you can't go into the clubs you know so we'd go hang out at IHOP and I, I figure that's where I met this dude but uh somehow he got a hold of my number and started calling me and I'm gonna age myself with this but beeping me <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it was just really weird and it long story short at the end of it uh one day he, he kept calling and calling oh and he actually left flowers on my um, another flower on the porch situation. I totally forgot about this part. <laughs> he left flowers on the porch for me. And um, and then he was like, he was left me a note that said, call me. So my dumbass, like, a you know, young dumbass, <laughs> I called him. And then he was telling me how he was moving to California and he wanted to take me with him. And he was going to come by my house and, and just take me. He didn't care what anybody said. I was coming with him. And um, I got scared. I had to, you know, lock all the doors, lock all the windows. I called my friend and told her and she was like, you know, I'm on my way. So she came and I'm, I locked myself in my room and I'm just in there terrified. And I hear a knock on my window and my heart just dropped. And I was like, oh my God, he's, he's fucking at my window and I'm just shaking. And I 
got up the courage to go look through the window to see who it was. And it turned out to be my best friend, thank God. And um, she came in and sat with me and he kept passing by. He kept driving by the house. And so at this point we had to call my mom and she came home from work. And as we're telling her everything, he passes by again. And she was like, oh no, we're, we're not having this. Like this is not happening. So she ended up calling the police and they came and he actually passed by while the police were there. So I don't know if they went after him. Um, I don't remember what happened after that, but I know he did not call me again. Wow. And wow. that was one of the most terrifying things. Like I was visibly like shaking, crying. Like I was, I was a mess. Stacy, have you ever had to call 911? I've never had to call 911, thankfully. Uh, but there was a time where during the beginning of the pandemic, um, I was FaceTiming this guy that I met off Facebook dating. And, um, we didn't ever get to meet up because of the pandemic. And then all of a sudden he just stopped FaceTiming me. And I was like, okay, what's going on? Well, I find out that he was in jail for choking somebody out. And so oh that made me super nervous. Yeah. Like, you know, this guy knows my phone number, knows my name. You know, he could probably easily look up my address because I'm a homeowner on, you know, using my number I've had my number forever and um I just kept on watching I maybe I was a little bit of a stalker because I <laughs> kept on watching to make sure he was in jail <laughs> <laughs> but then one day I saw that he was no longer in jail because mm -hmm. he wasn't on the roster anymore um the inmate roster and I was like fuck and then I'm serious like maybe a day or two later I wake up to a text from this unknown number that says we got to talk and I'm like and I'm like who is this and he goes so I'm so and so and I said you know what I don't have anything to say to you I don't know what you did but I don't want any part of it and so I blocked the number and then he calls me again and you know these numbers that they that he's calling from are probably like a google voice number or something you can't um can't trace it yeah. you can't trace it right there's no identifying information and he says you need to talk to me or whatever basically he was like it wasn't like an outward threat but it sound threatening you know and i blocked him again then he found me on facebook and said you really need to talk to me i need need to talk to you and explain things and i'm like if you do not stop contacting me i'm gonna go to the authorities and i blocked him on facebook so I do get random unknown number calls and stuff quite a bit. Mm -hmm. It still makes me wonder sometimes like this. I mean, this dude was very fucking persistent. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I just tend to like block all, I don't answer any texts from any numbers that I don't recognize. I'm not even going to entertain anything. Um but when Roxy was talking about her younger years, it did remind me, you know, it, every time we talk, it brings up something that I experience. Um, and lots of memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this was only a, a short thing, um, but it was really creepy to me. I um, was working at Olive Garden in Corpus Christi, Texas, right before I joined the military, I was going to school down there. Mm. And I remember this dude coming in completely dressed in 
all his dress blues as a Marine, mm-hmm. like completely from head to toe, his dress, his dress uniform. And he came to eat at Olive Garden by himself. And I waited on him. He seemed okay. And then he got up to leave and I was almost ready to go for the day. And I was cleaning up my tables and I look up and he's just standing there staring at me. Weird. Like he watched me for a good 20 minutes. Oh. Uh. Like, I can't even remember exactly what happened, but it was the creepiest thing ever. Hmm. That is creepy. You just look up and some guy's just staring at you. Yeah, like, I mean, you, if you really wanted to talk to me, you could have just, like, left your number if you were interested right. in me or something like that. But just to sit there to be, to be, I think I went to my boss and said, this guy's making me uncomfortable or something like that. Um, but that was a little creepy, definitely. <laughs> well, a good stare is just as good as, hey, would you like to go out with me sometime? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Would you like? <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to read people's minds, huh? <laughs> right. You know, he was trying to see if you could read his. That's all. Yeah. It was telepathically like, come talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go have dinner in a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sending you the vibes. Well, the fact that you came in by yourself, all dressed in your uniform, was yeah, that's suspect from the beginning to me. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a little bit. Just a little. Like a little, are you trying to get a little attention? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> Speaking of attention, so the next step in this uh, situation is something that Roxy, you did and good for you earlier, was to alert others. So tell people that you are kind of experiencing some crazy shit. Uh, connect with an advocate. Now, I well, I don't know about that one. I mean, I guess I mean that's our advice. I don't know if there's like stalker advocates here in Houston, but uh. I guess I kind of um, connected. Well, I don't know if my my well, I guess she's kind of an advocate. My mom, she dealt with her own stalker, mm-hmm. so it was you know easy for me to go to her and talk to her about everything that you know happened or that was going on. Like I knew she would understand. Hmm. so yeah she had a whole crazy situation and i was a kid at this time but i i vaguely remember it i remember that man i remember him Hmm. and every time i see him i'm like (laughs) 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 this one because i've had a few stalker issues myself and a lawyer told me i needed to do this because i didn't know who my stalker was matter of fact i still don't know who she is um And I'll tell you all those fun moments (laughs) a little bit, but document every incident. This is so true because sometimes when you're documenting it Mm -hmm. and like, you know, whether you're taking pictures or writing it down, eventually there'll be clues and you'll start to be able to figure out who it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is a big one. And all contact. So you need to start blocking people on social media, basically. You should see my block list. Right, I bet. <laughs> you know, back to the document every incident. Like that's why I don't delete text messages, mm-hmm. voicemail. I don't delete emails. I don't delete anything because I know that in the ten years I might need to come back and be like, no, no, no. Look at this. Yeah, right here. You exactly. said. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I have to say that 
I feel like being a tall, big girl has its advantages. Um, I feel like maybe, or being in the military, I have really good situational awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that has kind of protected me over the years. Um, but luckily, I haven't ran into anything too often that just made me feel like super uncomfortable. How uh, tall are you? Huh? I'm 5'11. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm also going to be like, like, she's seven foot. <laughs> <laughs> Standing next to me, she looks like she is. <laughs> I mean, this is not really a stalker per se situation, but uh, I was working at a hospital in, um, in Jacksonville, Florida. I was only there for nine months after I got out of the military. And this hospital was in a really bad neighborhood. Like there were like in the four months that I was there, there were four females that were attacked on their way to their car in broad daylight. Oh my goodness. And I remember, and it was daylight when I was leaving work. Cause I would leave work about four, four 30 in the afternoon. And I was going to my car, which we had to park in like a, like a, a remote lot. And I was walking to my car and this guy passed me and he just gave me the most like evil look like I could do something to you if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that like fucking scared. I walked a little faster to my car. Like yeah, he looked know. like he was thinking about trying something. But I think I do think my stature kind of helps me mm. like maybe they're not so sure they could beat my ass or something <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like you could fight back yeah yeah like it may i think i feel like it makes them think twice <laughs> that maybe this is not a vulnerable girl that i want to go after you know yeah i would say so i would say so, so Next, oh i'm sorry go ahead oh no no I'm, i was done <laughs> Next one is take threats seriously. Absolutely. If someone's threatening you, yeah, definitely. I do. Uh I just, I had um, somebody that messaged me on my Snapchat um, and said he was going to kidnap me. And I told him, sir, that is a threat. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing? And I don't, I mean, I, I, I hope he was joking because I would like to take it as a joke Mm -hmm. um but I was I told him I was like that is a threat and he's like oh no it's not it's a good time for who which one of (laughs) us because it's not for me like I don't know you how how do I know um and then he actually admitted he's like oh you know I'm obsessed with you I'm like okay <laughs> wow. You're funny. Yeah. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> this one create a safety plan, develop a personalized plan to keep you yourself safe. Find help doing this here. So I'm kind of curious, like, what is their version of a safety plan? You know, mm. like, like uh, what does that exactly entail? Um, and according to this, it's think through any and all. <laughs> okay. So basically kind of situate yourself, you know. Um, 
Oh, so it's it basically telling to, me to do what I do all the time and overthink everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So basically <laughs> run through. I thought there was going to be something. Run through scenarios yeah. and just make a plan for if that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your personal uh, short and long term goals. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with stalking and protecting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> my my short-term goal is stay alive right now my long term right. is to stay alive a little bit longer <laughs> yeah just a little bit just a wee bit longer and this one just seems like it's the other one of running through scenarios brains uh brainstorm some what ifs i mean well that's the other one <laughs> so okay that was disappointing i'm right. sorry <laughs> you know <laughs> That also brings up another situation. And this wasn't like a classic, like they stalked me and like, so I met up on a dating site. I was going to Dallas. I had been talking to this guy off a dating site um, that lived in Dallas. So when I went up there, I told him I would be in town and we could meet up for a drink. Right. So we meet up for a drink. We have a great conversation neither one of us is wasted or anything. We were just having great conversation. He was from close to where I was um, born. And so we had a good conversation about that. And then um, I had Ubered to the bar because I didn't have a car. I was staying at a hotel around the corner. And he said, well, I'll take you home. You know, I'll take you back to your hotel. And I, I seriously felt so comfortable with him. Like, Normally I would never do that, but like, I'm usually a pretty good judge of character, but I just, I didn't feel scared by him at all. Mm -hmm. And on the way to the hotel, he said, you know, I just really like you. And I just want to keep on talking to you. Like, would you just want to come over and just talk? And again, this is not something I normally do or even Mm -hmm. suggest anybody do. Um, so I decided to go over to his house and the conversation was fine at first. Then he started like smoking, smoking a lot of weed. And I don't know if he took something else, but he just like was talking and talking and talking and would not stop just like, just nonstop talking. And it was going on for hours. And finally I said, you know, I really have to get up early and drive home tomorrow um, can you just take me back to the hotel? And he just kind of ignored me and start just talking and talking and talking. And I said, I really need to go. And he said, if you're tired, bitch, go into my room and go to sleep. Mm-mm-mm. And so right then alarm, when they're talking about making a safety plan or whatever, mm-hmm. alarms were going in my head. And I'm like, you know, should I run out the front door? What should I do? But something told me just to keep calm Mm. and just like play along with him. And finally I convinced him to like take me home. And when I got down into his garage, he had parked his truck in a way where I couldn't really escape. Mm. And so he put me in a corner and had his hands around my neck trying to kiss on me. Mm-mm. and like he was trying to make it like he was a dominated you know dom domineering kind of guy yeah. yeah like say you love me and do you love me do you like this or whatever and i like i i was so fucking scared and but i just stay calm and finally i convinced them to take me home uh to the hotel 
and on the way he was talking about he was really weird like talking about like we had been almost like we had been in a relationship already and was saying like you're not appreciative of me and blah 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 and just a lot of scary stuff and when he finally got me to the hotel I just gave him a kiss on the cheek act like nothing was going on and said I'll see you and talk to you later ran up to my um, room and I just blocked him on everything so like even though it didn't start off as stalking I really feel like this dude could have turned into like a stalker I could have turned into worse is what it sounds like yeah yeah it was it was super scary never again have I ever gone to anybody's house like you think about all these people that go to people's houses on one night stands and like you really do risk your life mm-hmm no, you yeah. Know? Yeah, seriously. You know, and people do it all the time, but you never, you don't know that person, you know? Yeah, you don't know what they're capable of. So, you know, stalking doesn't necessarily just happen, you know, just random people that you don't don't know. Sometimes it's somebody that you've already interacted with. Mm. This, so. Yeah, that's that's scary. I'm glad you got out of that okay, because that is super scary. Wow. Actually, I didn't date for a year after that. I wouldn't either. (laughs) (laughs) This last one's kind of a weird one, but it makes sense now that I read it. Prepare your children. I was like, okay, for what? You know, (laughs) Uh, teach your children what to do if there is an emergency, like where to hide, if there is danger in the house, or how to call the police or a trusted person for help. Totally makes sense, assuming you have children. I don't have that issue. So, yeah, you know, unless one of my dogs is going to call 911, it ain't happening. (laughs) You know, just, just me, you know. Uh, but that's kind of a in- interesting uh, thing right there. But stalking is a huge, huge issue. And, you know, I think we kind of tend to look it over quite a bit. You know, if, if you think about it, like, you know, everything that you guys have mentioned, valid stalking tendencies, right? If not worse. Yeah. And so we tend to like blow it off like, oh, well, he's just joking or, you know, we never called 911 and maybe we should do those things maybe we should like call 911 or block them sure. in situation well now now big cities um i don't know if y'all have seen some of the tiktoks and stuff about um i know it's more into the human trafficking side of things mm-hmm. but around houston and some other big cities like um women's cars are being marked yes mm-hmm. as vulnerable subjects and you know it's kind of stalking in a different way but they're still mm-hmm. yeah because sometimes they follow you in the store and they follow you around the store and wait mm-hmm. for you to come out like that's that's a whole other kind of stalking yeah and then sometimes they just mark your car and they just follow you and just watch you until the perfect time yeah yeah absolutely so there's a lot of crazy things out there and yeah. i myself have been a victim of uh <laughs> stalking uh all kinds of fun stuff there not really fun at all but all kinds of fun stuff i have to say that to help me get through the day on occasion but yeah <laughs> um so one of my stories i'll share with y'all and then the other one will just like you know laugh at me for a moment um, 
But so the first one I kind of shared with y'all earlier, I was on this dating website some time ago. And what ends up happening is the dating website was not working out for me. It, it was basically trash. And so I left it, you know, but it was one of these where it's like they make it super difficult to remove your profile. Like you practically can't. So I was like, fuck it. Just left it. Um, but when on the website, you know, there were some women who I messaged, like, you know, sent my, you know, usual spill about how amazing I am and all that good stuff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> apparently someone read theirs a year later. and she was very interested and of course i'm not responding to anything because i'm not on the damn site anymore (laughs) so she took it upon herself and what was the reason i know this because she told me what she did and i was like holy shit um she took it upon herself to like carefully read through my profile that you know carefully read through my likes and all this other stuff and then what i had typed in my like the little spill you give about yourself and then went through my photos and eventually found me and then in the event of finding me she of course finds me on facebook and then she sends me a message and this is how i start to unravel things so you know she was like were you on this site blah 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 and i was like yes and she's like i don't know if you remember me you sent me this message and i really love the message i want to get to know you and uh i was like oh okay well how did you find me because you know that was on that site and then boom she just flat out tells me her whole like fucking like colombo method (laughs) here and i was like the fuck sherlock (laughs) she she revealed her fbi skills i was like (laughs) so i was like the fuck and then um the audacity right the audacity to try to track me down i'm not flattered in any way whatsoever <laughs> but for a minute there i was flattered so i talked to her not realizing that's a fucking red ass flag um and then i realized she was like batshit crazy <laughs> this this what she got so angry over just really weird things. I was like, what, what is wrong with you? She even lost her mind uh, because of who I voted for in the last presidential election. And let me tell you who I did not vote for. It was not Trump. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she fucking lost. Another red flag. Right? She lost her ever-loving mind saying like, oh, what a horrible person you are. And then she's like, you, you call yourself a Catholic, but you know, I was like, uh, I'm sorry. What the fuck is wrong with you? So then I, I blocked her because it started getting like really bad, like really fucking aggressive shit she was saying and, and messaging me. So I was like, okay, block, done. Right. Then. <laughs> but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> there's more. If you act now, Hello. we'll send you this. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, I get a letter in the mail about a week later. And I opened it. It was a small letter, but but I opened it and it, it was just weird. She was like, well, I guess you've blocked me and you don't want to talk to me. And, you know, you're you're horrible. She kept talking about what a horrible 
Catholic I was because of the way I felt it. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But see, she went as far as to track me down to send me a letter. I was like, the fuck, you know? Letter. Yeah, like it was like she went, took the time to find my address. And then I was going to say, like, how'd she get your address? Exactly. Stocking skills 101. And then I realized it's really not that hard. It's honestly not. It's really not. No. All you you can pay dollars a month for white pages. All I needed when I worked for a collections firm, that's how I figured out how easy it is Mm -hmm. to find people. I was like, what the hell? Like this one site we used, like you could find every address they ever lived at and mm-hmm. people that they're connected to. I'm like, what the hell? Kind of sh- this is so crazy. I mean, it's 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 good in a way for people who like me and you or on our dating sites, like we can look up numbers and uh, I've been I've been able to look up criminal reports and shit like that before like I decide to meet up with somebody. So it's good in that way, but then it, you know, on our side of things, you know, it could make you an easy target. It it really does because then I was like kind of doing my own little research, like how e- easy is this? And I realized they don't need a whole hell of a lot to find me. You know, if we, like I own a house, mm-hmm. so I'm listed on HCAD. <laughs> You know, they know my last name and my mm. see what's on my Facebook. That's not my first name. You know, that's that's my middle name. And so you just put those two together. Eventually, it's going to generate me as, yeah. hey, this fool with this middle name and this last name. It's not like my last name is like very common either. You know, so it makes it even easier to narrow it down. And that's that's how you do it. HCAT. Actually, uh-huh. last guy I dated, and this was coming from his dad. So, and it was one of the reasons why I changed my Facebook name and my Instagram name because it was e- too easy to find. Because I have my name is Stacy Kinsey. Mm-hmm. There's n- not any Stacy Kinsey's. So, um, I was dating this guy, and you know, I model lingerie and stuff like this. His dad like searched me up found my instagram and wrote my ex a long message about how he shouldn't be with me because she models lingerie and that should be left for the bedroom (laughs) first of all sir (laughs) and damn his dad has stalker tendencies for real like, that's almost, sometimes like, that's almost like psychotic tendencies too. No, seriously. You know, like, seriously, like you know, you know, you pick that thing that you want to focus on as to why you want to punish that person. It's like you know, um, that's insane. That is yeah. insane. Um, yeah. So blocked her, but you know, it was easy. You you just go to the county records. You can do that. Another useful tool for stalkers. Not that I'm like, encouraging people to stalk people. LinkedIn is a stalker's favorite tool like linkedin and facebook are, are stalker's favorite tools oh. and i was like yeah you can find all kinds of weird info 
on LinkedIn because it's you're putting your resume out there. Yeah. So then you say, oh, they worked at this person, this place, this place, this place. And oh, maybe we have this person in common. So it's like it leads into all kinds of weird stuff. So I actually had a guy message me through LinkedIn. I, I, I've only had like I had an ex who found me on LinkedIn to <laughs> scare the shit out of me about I was like, oh, my God, is it mine? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was not mine. So this, well, thank goodness. <laughs> I was like, so, yeah, no, it, it's scary. It, it is very scary. What was your other stalker? Huh? What was your other stalker story? Oh, God, which ones? Which one? So, OK. So I have a stalker story that bleeds into a horrible situation story because of an ex so what ends up happening is this was a few years ago I'm, I'm still like an older man by this point you know like i'm probably barely in my 40s and this 23 year old develops this crush on me and she starts doing all kinds of weird stuff you know like at first it, it's cute you know because you know 23 and cute you know <laughs> <laughs> So at first it's cute. So the the constant messages, all this other stuff. But then I start getting these weird phone calls from like random numbers. And I would answer them sometimes like an idiot. And it would be her. And she's calling me from like ghost numbers. I was like, what? What is this number you're calling me from? Oh, you know, this is just one of the numbers I have. And I was like, well, why are you calling me from different numbers? And then she would just laugh and giggle and be really weird about it. And I was like, okay. And so <laughs> then she would call and she would have other people on the line. Like through away calling? Yeah. And I was like, okay, you're just being really weird. And I was like, all right, she's 23. You know, she's not all that bright. <laughs> 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 so... Then it became, so you going to marry me? And I was like, whoa, no, we've, we've never even gone on a date. Why would I marry you? Why on earth would I do that? Yeah. She's like, well, because I'm young and I look good. And I was like, that's not a reason to marry somebody sweet. Right. <laughs> You're like, no, I, I'm not about looking to marry you. Well, did you? Huh? I was like, seriously, <laughs> you need to go. She, then she started telling me all this weird shit about her, her mom and her stepdad and all. I was like, oh, well, I understand why you have older man issues now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it just got weirder and weirder. And then one day it got super weird. Um, I was at home. And at this time, it was just me and Brutus, you know. And there's this ringing of my doorbell. So I go out to answer it, you know, like an idiot. I just opened the door. But the thing is, no one was there. Oh, shit. So I was like, the fuck? So I look out. Now, there's a second door. So it's not like someone could just jump in. You know, I'd have to unlock the other one. So I'm looking around. <laughs> there's this blue blazer like just in my driveway but it's 
parked like across my driveway and across the neighbor's driveway. And I was like really fucked up looking. So I was like, what the hell's going on there? So I closed the door, locked it. I go outside. And then as I go outside, I'm looking around. I was like, what the hell's this car? I'm standing there looking at she jumps out from a corner. And she's just laughing and giggling. Clearly, she's fucking on. What? Yeah, she's on something. I was like, oh, my God. what? Are you okay? And she's like, just just, what are you doing? I want to see you. And I was like, the fuck? I was like, are are you all right? This is when it stopped being cute. And... (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. Like, okay you know i was like are you it's like are you high it's like no <laughs> yeah she was like what did you take <laughs> and she's like what the fuck does it matter i was oh. like i don't know i was like but what did you take and she went and answer me and she's avoiding it and like we're there in my yard and no shit she i wish i had my cameras up at the time but she was the inspiration as to why i got cameras outside <laughs> <laughs> she's standing in front of me she's getting a little too close to me so i start moving back a little and so she's wearing like those what do you call it um what is it that every woman wears nowadays like those lululemon thingies the, the yoga pants mm-hmm. yeah and so she pulls down the front of it and uh, like yeah no this isn't going to happen <laughs> i was like you're on something you should probably go home and she's she's all kinds of offended that i've rejected her and i was like yeah i'm gonna go back inside and i did and then she fucking i hear the car like peeling off but where she ended up after that i don't know but then she would just keep randomly calling me and then she would vanish and randomly call and vanish. And then she would leave little, I guess you would say weird <laughs> gifts, like to indicate that she's still around. Oh, yeah. And one of them was like, I hate, I absolutely hate uh, the cartoon Square Bob. Sponge- SpongeBob. Spongebob, whatever the fuck it is. Spongebob Squarepants? Yeah, totally fucking hate that. It's mm-hmm. just, I mean, just me. I think it's stupid. I can't stand it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> and she would leave these little uh, Bob things on my on my door and things like that. And I was like, okay. We're just going to keep ignoring it for a moment. And then she'd vanish again. And it should be gone for a while. To just pop up? Yeah, pop up and then go. Pop up and Mm -hmm. then go. And then during this time period is when I had met Roxy. You know all about this. The one who managed to ease their way into my house. (laughs) Your roommate. (laughs) So That never ceases to be a funny story. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, funny for everyone else, yeah. But... Yeah, I, I think you talked about that last time. Yeah, uh-huh. probably did. So this happens around that time, and I told her because again, we're this is just supposed to be a temporary thing, but she's not leaving either. She was like, you know, always liking stuff on my Facebook, things like that. So you probably shouldn't do that. And she was like, why not? And she was like. 
because you're probably going to start getting contacted by somebody. And she's, you know, I explained, you know, I have a stalker, you know, and she's fucking not all there. And sure enough, she started getting messages from her. Oh, my gosh. You know, saying that, you know, that I'm in love with the 23 year old and that she wants to marry me. And, you know, she's been to my house. So like to prove that she's been there, she starts describing my house and everything to her. So then the psychopath who moved in with me was all kinds of upset about it. I was like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Just let it alone. It's like an, an oil fire. Just let it burn out. Shit. You know, don't, if you don't flame the fire. Yeah. If you provoke it, it's going to make it work. Don't fan the fire. Yeah. Don't flame the fire. Don't fan the fire. Don't flame (laughs) it. Don't Don't flame flame it. it. It's already flamed. (laughs) And I was like, well, you know, the, you can't, do anything to provoke it because it's going to make it worse and she was just i remember we're at a restaurant she was getting so angry and she was like you need to do something about this and blah 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 i was like i'm not touching this at all like what do you expect me to do i was like i'm not stupid i'm not fucking touching this so mrs big tit swinging over here decides well i'm gonna handle it (laughs) <laughs> she fucking oh no and so she fucking talks shit for the 23 and oh my god she rip her new one fucking that 23 year old psychopath <laughs> was all up on her <laughs> like she had to shut down her facebook all up on her oh my god what did she do she was she was Basically, back then, you know, like bombing her page, putting up all kinds of horrible. She was not that 23 year old was not stupid by any means. She could hack a page. She could totally do fucked up shit. And she did. And then she turned that attention onto the psychopath who was living with me. And I said, I told you. Right, I, I like, warned you. I'm, you I'm not, the fire. I'm like, I'm not touching it. It's like, well, what are you going to do about it? I'm not doing a damn thing. Do you think I want that one on me? Hell no. <laughs> like, no. I'm, this, I'm free. She's after you now. She, want, she wants you now. I am okay. Right. <laughs> Thanks app- for taking the heat. <laughs> yeah, and apparently she'll do anything for me. So let this be a warning to you. <laughs> I'm so lucky that I haven't had anything that crazy no oh well it got crazier for me but it wasn't the 23 year old now so we're moving on to the next part of this fun chapter the (laughs) psychopath who moved in with me decided to use this to her advantage one day because she knew i am fucking fed up with her and i cannot get her out of my house quick enough right so she starts coming up with these stories that she's being stalked now And that uh, one day I was driving to work and she was saying that, you know, she heard Brutus barking and she went outside and there was this woman who was running from her car, all dressed in black and all this other shit. So I had a lot of questions there as to how she knew. And she's like, it has to be this girl. I was like, okay, whatever. So at this point I installed security cameras. And then one day, we come, I had went out, we had went out, we came back, we weren't out very late, and there was something really weird with my house. I don't close my bedroom door, I always leave it open, right? 
And so when I came back, I was like, why is the bedroom door closed? And she's like, I don't know. But she picks up on these things too, right? And I was like, all right, well, you go outside. I'm going to check the house. And then I did. No one in there. Then I opened up the bathroom. And there's this really weird thing there. There is this single earring on the counter, on mm. the sink. And it's not anything that the psychopath would wear. So I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I you know, brought her in and she said, that's not mine. Someone's here. She's here. She's been coming in. I told you and blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I kind of told you not to fuck with that. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't want to listen. <laughs> So I want to fuck around and find out. Now you're finding out. So this got this this got a little bit too much because she's convincing me that, you know, this is that this is my 23 year old stalker who's doing this. So I reach out to the 23 year old stalker and I tear her a new one. And she's like, it's not me. And even though she's a stalker and psychotic and crazy, there was something about the way she said it that I was like, I really believed it. Yeah. I was like, you're telling me this isn't you. It's not me, you stupid fuck. You have video cameras up. Why don't you check the video camera? You won't <laughs> find me on it. I was like, oh, good point. How do you know I have video cameras up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for real, right? And she, and she She's up. I'm busted. Like, <laughs> I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Like, okay, all right. Well, I'm sorry that I accused you. Please stop coming around my house. <laughs> so then I checked the cameras. Lo and behold, the cameras don't pick anything up. And you want to know why? 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 They were off. And the way I designed that system, there's only I designed my own shit. I am a media engineer. There's only one way. You shut that off because it's not even I don't even have it connected to the net. So someone can't even hack into it. It had to have been turned off from inside the house. There's no way my 23 year old got from outside into the house without it catching it and then shutting the system down. And so I asked psychopath like. Why is the system off? And she was like, I don't know. And I was like, I didn't turn it off. There's only one way this could not be on. And that's if someone turned it off. And then it became, oh, I was cleaning in your office and I must have accidentally turned it off. I was like, okay. Uh huh. Accidentally. So she, what she was doing, and what I found out much later on is that the person who came in and left the earring on the bathroom counter to make it seem like it was my 23 year old stalker it was not my 23 year old stalker. It was my psychopath's daughter. Oh. Well, that took a turn. Yeah. There's much oh, wow. more exciting things that happen to this in this story as my life goes on. Wow. So but, the daughter snuck in to frame you? 
because it was at her mommy's request. Stop. Mm. Wow. Someone didn't quite want to get thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> and preyed upon sympathies and all kinds of other stuff. Wow. Fun times. Fun times. Sounds like it. <laughs> I think you had better soccer stories than we did. I know. Seriously. That was just one. You should hear the others. But <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, because we've probably been going at this for a minute. My, yeah, I'm gonna have to take a bathroom break soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to tell y'all that uh, you know, if if we if I could give you a piece of personal advice. A, don't get involved with 23-year-olds. B, uh, <laughs> don't let anyone move in with you. And right. C, uh, if you really do feel like you are having an issue with a stalker, you know, there is no shame in calling 911 or even the non-emergency number. Because at some point, that shit's going to get out of control. And if I really stopped and thought about what was going on, that shit could have been, like, way out of control. You know, yeah. I, I could have, like, just gone to sleep and not woken up one day. You know? Exactly. Yeah, seriously. Like, you know? So you that, could have woke up dead. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, Damn. There's a reason on. why there was a show called Snapped. Like, whew, you know, why is it so hot here? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and don't feel like you have to do this on your own. I think that was part of my issue is like, you know, I'm thinking I'm dealing with this on my own because, you know, I put up my security system and I've done all this stuff and I'm a prepper. So I feel confident in what I'm doing. And yet the whole danger wasn't coming from the outside. It was coming from the inside. Yeah. So crazy. you need to definitely be okay with calling the authorities and talking to them and letting other people know what the hell's happening. Mm -hmm. So that would be my piece of advice. If you think like, it's dangerous, it is dangerous. If you, you start know, getting little hints of you think that they like, they start making little jokes or you start feeling uncomfortable or you just get any little hint or red flag that you feel like this could possibly be just, just tell somebody, mm -hmm. just let somebody know just so in case anything ever happens to you, there's always a trail back to that psychopath. You know, yeah. uh, they always say in nursing, if you didn't document it, it didn't get it didn't get done. Mm -hmm. So it, it applies this case like document shit that yeah. happened. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And nowadays there's no excuse not to document anything like you could easily just whip out your phone and, you know, send a text to someone. Hey, this happened at this time and blah, blah, blah. Or. You know, your phone has video and photo ability, so you can do that easily. So it's not like you have to, you know, do this the old fashioned way and write it down or anything like that. Yeah, right. So, yeah. you know, definitely it's a lot easier. Your phone is your best tool because you can also call 911. <laughs> so that's kind of my advice. What is some advice you guys may have? There's actually an app. I God, I wish I knew the name of it. I'm trying to look it up right now. There's actually an app that um, it's for your safety. Like you, when you set it up, 
you can make it to where like if you feel like you're in danger, you can just pop it open real quick and you hold the button down while you're walking or whatever you're doing until you get to somewhere safe. And in the event that should something happen and you let that button go, it immediately dispatch. Well, I think if you don't turn it off or hit it again within 10 seconds, it will immediately send notification to the people you listed as your emergency contacts. Mm -hmm. It'll contact the police. It'll ping your location. It'll, it'll just send a warning out to everybody that you're in distress or you're in danger. So this way somebody can either come to you or, you know, they, they can help you. They can be aware that something's going on. And I'm really like, I wish I knew the name of it. I was trying to look it up. But I can't for the life of me remember the name of it. So I'm going to ask. I would say. Go ahead. Go ahead. uh, My tip is just having situation awareness Mm -hmm. and go by your gut. Like usually if it feels wrong, something feels wrong. It probably is. Yeah, absolutely. If it doesn't feel safe, it is not safe. Situational awareness is a very underrated thing. Just. Oh, yeah. Like people get caught up, you know, don't look at your phone walking at night. Like if you're walking out to your car, don't be like looking at your phone, like look around. Yes. You know, be aware, ultra aware of your, your surroundings. Have your keys ready and your mm-hmm. knuckles, whatever you need to do. Like I've gotten to the point to where even walking out of the grocery store in broad daylight, I'm looking over my shoulders constantly. I'm not on my phone. I get everything ready because I'm like, I'm, I'm basically sprinting to my car to throw stuff in and go. So my question to you guys, because now that you bring up like keys and all that good stuff and awareness, do y'all carry like any like self-protection stuff on you? Like mace or tasers or guns with tasers? I, sh- I should. Yeah. I, I, I used to do it when I ran a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't lately and it's probably not a bad idea because like I had to stop and get gas this morning because I got up so early at three o'clock in the morning and I'm like, you know, this probably wasn't very smart. (laughs) It could have waited. I actually carry, um, I care. I have a taser. I have a, I'm Mexican. So, you know, I got a knife (laughs) and, um, (laughs) I uh, I don't have mace, but I do have my taser and my knife, but I do want to get some mace. And I have the the chingada. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I never I never carry like cash on me ever. Mm. You know, because I feel like, you know, oh, yeah, I more, never carry cash. More like getting robbed or whatever, but like yeah. I figure if somebody takes my and a lot of times uh, when I'm walking around, um, I'll put, I won't leave my phone in my purse. I'll like stick it in my bra or something. Cause if I figure if something happens, like they don't know where my phone is, mm-hmm. you know, just like a little. Okay. So I found some, some of the apps. There's a uh, citizen is one of the apps. Oh, I love that app. So secure is another one. And Noonlight. And be safe. Oh, cool. These all those are all. And then I see one on here that's SOS alert. So those are some women's safety apps. Awesome. Awesome. Or anybody's safety app. Yeah, anybody's yeah. safety apps. 
Because obviously we found out that men can be stopped too. <laughs> right. Yeah, women have some tendencies too. So. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have the tendency to not want to get thrown out. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like that free meal ticket and not having to pay bills. It's like, you need to leave, damn it. <laughs> so anyway. And see, and they blame your other stalker, and clearly it wasn't your other stalker. Right. <laughs> it was like, the call uh, was coming from within the house. Yeah, so I was like, God damn it. <laughs> my, my issue is here, not out there. <laughs> well, you know, some they say that sometimes like the 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 people that can do the most damage to you or hurt you the most is usually somebody that you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think with that being said, from a guy's perspective, you know, I don't I, I, I've been trained because I used to be a high school teacher. So I've been trained for like these really weird scenarios, like active shooter scenarios, things like that. So I carry a lot of that training with me and a lot of the you know, this is what you should do in this situation. I think a lot of that can also you know be applied to like stalker situations or you know, like if my stalker is trying to attack me, which let's let's admit it, you know, like uh, you you do hear a lot about women who, you know, get taken or murdered by a stalker type of thing. <laughs> but, you know, men die, too, you know, not as often, but they do. They still die because <laughs> of <laughs> some really angry ex 23 year old who's been replaced, you know, something fun right. like that. So, you know, you should always carry something. And I do carry a couple of things with me. And actually, the weird thing is the stuff I carry with me is actually for my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> to, like, protect my dogs from other dogs. Because, like, you know, when I take them for walks in the morning, you know, there's a lot of strays out. So I will, I'll carry, like, mace. And I have this rod that I act as an anchor. And then... um I carry, you know, my knife, but it's mostly to protect them from other dogs, not me from other people. Because I figured if I have to protect me from other people, I'll just release the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for an iPhone to come out with a Taser app. Oh man, that would be so cool! Like, oh, that would be. <laughs> you get a one-off type of thing, <laughs> but then you got to recharge the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That would be cool. But no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing wrong with carrying like a taser or pepper spray or anything like that that would, you know, totally save your life. Um, I have uh, <laughs> I have guns, but I don't carry them. You know, I don't. I mean, that's more like for in the house type of thing. Um, yeah. That's not for like, let me carry it with, <clears throat> my, with my dogs and then you know, I... where I go to work we have our own police department downstairs too so. i do want to get a little gun to carry with me just a little one especially after <laughs> yeah because i'm little but i want i need a little one that has a good you know get the job done i'm so but scared of guns so as, especially after that weird situation i had a couple weeks ago yes that yes. was creepy i'm still creeped out and scared mm -hmm. uh, and then so okay so let me tell stacy and the audience what happened um so it was i think friday night and i was home chilling it was that weekend and stacy i told you i didn't want to do anything oh <laughs> it's like i'm staying home whatever <laughs> so whatever. i stayed home <laughs> I stayed home and I was watching Netflix. I fell asleep on the couch watching Netflix, cuddling with the dogs, right? 
around 1.45 in the morning, I start hearing a knock at my door. And well, I'm asleep. Actually, I had dozed off at this point, but there was a knock at my door. And of course, my dogs went crazy. And so I woke up, you know, I'm nervous. My hands start shaking and I'm like, what the hell? And it's then I hear this like really light, like tapping, knocking on my door. And I'm like, who the hell is at my door? I'm not expecting anybody. So I grab my phone. I look and I'm like, "Okay, nobody's calling me. Nobody's texting me. So that definitely is not for me. So I'm not answering the door. So I didn't answer the door. And then I probably shouldn't say this, but I have a bad habit of forgetting to lock my door. And so that's the first thing that entered my mind was, oh, my God, somebody's going to come in my door right now. And none of my protection is near me. Everything is upstairs or behind the door. Like, what am I going to get in case they do? But I focused and looked at the knobs and noticed that I did lock them. So I was like, oh, thank God. So that eased me a little bit, but I still, I just ignored it. I didn't answer it or anything. They eventually went away, but I was up for the rest of the night. I couldn't sleep. I was terrified. And it wasn't until just a couple of days ago, I realized that I have a skeleton on my porch. Like he's just sitting there. That's Gus. And I was getting ready to put him out for our Halloween decorations And I pick him up. Apparently, whoever was knocking at my door got really mad that I didn't answer and they broke him. Like, snapped his spine in half. The fuck? Yeah, so that terrified me even more. I still used him as decoration. He's out there in two pieces, like he's Mm -hmm. coming out of the ground. It's pretty cool. But... (laughs) But... I mean, I'm I'm a little bit terrified. I'm a little scared right now. Like, I don't know who it was. And I'm not about to just start randomly texting people like, were you at my door last night? You know, I think, Chris, I, te- I think I texted yeah, you that you, night. It was like somebody's me. at my door. And I just wanted to text somebody to let them know in case something did happen to me. There would be something out there, you know? Yeah. And that that's the latest. And I, <laughs> I'm really scared. Like, I have to go walk my dogs after this and it's dark. <laughs> and, and see, and I and we had a learning lesson. I was like, because I was passed out when she yeah. sent that text. So I didn't know. I wouldn't have known until like eight hours later. So we've learned that you should probably call <laughs> instead of like text. Yeah. It's situations like that. Yeah. And so. also I am getting cameras because I'm too short to see out of my peephole. So there's no way I would have been able to see who it was. You need a stool. You need a step stool. Yeah. And, so they can hear when I step on it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you need a step stool even. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. So I can reach the top shelves. Yes. And then so you can just see. And then, out and then it's not like I could even look out my window because my blinds aren't like the, um, they're not like the normal blinds. They're the vertical blinds. Mm-hmm. So even if I peeked through, they would see me. So I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm just going to sit right the, here. That is the scariest <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. It of, is. Of getting a knock. This was not a stalker or like a bad person or something. But I remember when I was living in San Antonio, I got a freaking knock on my door and like, doorbells ringing at freaking two o'clock in the morning i'm like what the fuck i didn't answer i'm like i went to the door i was like who is it who is it i mean i I was sounding mean like what the fuck and he goes oh it's your neighbor your garage door is open i'm like Hmm. in my mind i'm like bitch you could have waited 
until <laughs> the morning to tell me that not scare the shit out of me. Right. Like, like when you're not expecting somebody and you get that knock at the door, it's like, who the hell is here? Yeah. My ha- heart was but, so bad, especially when it's like almost two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know, and then if you could have heard the way they were knocking, Stacy, it was the creepiest because it wasn't like a normal knock. Like, hey, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, no, it was like this creepy little like knock just to check if I was here or if I was dumb enough to answer the door. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so creepy. I was like, heck, no, I am not answering. I'm not even going to make a peep. I'm going to sit right here and pray to God you don't kick my door in. Mm. Yeah, because those, those things, yeah, we definitely need to get you a step stool and something <laughs> to protect you there. Because, uh, yeah, that is a problem. Like, I don't, I don't, well, one, I'm a guy, but even that shouldn't be a stigma to prevent me from being more secure about that. Because, like, I've told you about, well, Roxy knows about my weird neighbor, right? Oh, yeah. And he's getting creepier. He's still there? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I didn't tell you about the run-in where he came over and started accusing me of stealing his Stealing jumper his jumper cables? Yeah, yeah you so, did. But then the homeboy, like, he sits out in that porchway. And whenever I pull into my driveway, he's always watching me. And he always has this weird, creepy stare and smile. I was like, I get it. You know, we're, we're going to get into it one day. You're going to try. And one of us is going to walk away. And one of us is. <laughs> but it, it's like that kind of a thing. Like he's he's like staring at me like he wants a reason to like come over and attempt to do something. And and I don't think much about it either because it's like at some point I don't have to be my first line of defense. I just open the door and I let Brutus out. <laughs> right. Brutus is a 110 pound English Mastiff. And that you just <laughs> and then followed by the other two dogs. It's like <laughs> it doesn't have to be my like he they he can play with you until I go get my gun. You know? <laughs> He can use you as a chew toy yes, until I come I'll back. <laughs> be back in a minute. <laughs> so, but you know, it, it's shit that I mean that shit does throw you off because, like, one time when he first showed up and I wasn't quite sure who he was, uh, he would come over, and the first time he did it, I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" And I let the dogs out because I was like, it was really weird. But he was doing this one of these things where he's banging on the door, he's like pop, 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 pop. And then ringing the doorbell at the same time. Oh. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? It sounds like someone who's desperate trying to get in. I was like, nope. So you get those situations as well. Yeah. But, yeah. but with that being said, and all of our fun stories, I hope everyone out there, if you're experiencing a stalker problem, definitely call the authorities and talk to somebody and get as much help as you can. And do prepare. It is something good to do, like to prepare. That way you're not... Uh, not able to look through your keyhole, your peephole, like someone else, or <laughs> something like that. Uh, and you can do things like that. Uh, so I couldn't hear you, Stacy. You're muted. So, um, but things like that are very, very important. And don't be scared to call nine one one. You know, definitely don't. You don't have to do it alone. You can get help for it, and it's not like people are going to laugh at you unless you're me and they like to laugh at you. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't have the, I don't have a problem looking out the peephole. Yeah, I, I imagine you wouldn't. 
But in the meantime, if you maybe have a stalker story you'd like to share with us, or maybe a piece of advice that we overlook that you want to share with us, please do so at our email, which is the VCR show at gmail.com. You can also follow us on our social medias, which is going to be the VCR show.com or on Instagram and Twitter at the VCR show. And you can always follow our talented and beautiful model, Roxy Perez. I emphasize the talented. <laughs> Before we end, I think you need to fill Stacy in on the, on the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I insulted somebody horribly uh, at a anime convention. No, at a comic convention. So I was at uh, this comic convention and Roxy wasn't there to keep me in line. And there was this, uh, <laughs> there was this uh, artist who was body spraying this model, right? And the model's practically naked and she's body spraying her and turning her into Cheetah from Wonder Woman, right? An mm. amazing job. So I'm there and they granted me an interview and I'm doing the interview. And first thing out of my mouth is I'm here with uh, so-and-so who is a very talented artist and a talented model. And then I go back and I said, well, a talented artist. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my God, no, you did not. Yeah. And so, so now every time we talk, he says something about models, he goes, talented models. Because <laughs> I kind of implied maybe they weren't, but they are. Yeah. Because apparently she went on to list her achievements and they were pretty damn impressive. And I was like, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Way to just... put your foot in your mouth, dude. Yeah. Like... <laughs> With a talented artist and her model <laughs> <laughs> no that no but, what you said is i'm here with two talented women well one talented, one talented artist <laughs> and her model <laughs> like what that's what you said i was like no trying <laughs> to minimize the impact <laughs> her face you could see her face when he said that she was just shooting daggers at him after that <laughs> Shit, I would be too. I know, like, me too. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah really fucked that up. <laughs> I don't you're, know why the hell allowed. I said it. I don't know why the hell oh, I said it, man. but I did. Oh, wow. fun stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh -huh. well, that is that fun story. I kind of fucked up pretty bad. But, you know. <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> just just, a, just tad. a little bit. Just a little bit. But again, if you'd like to follow our talented model, the ever beautiful Roxy Perez, you can do so at her social medias, which are um, Facebook at Roxy Perez Curvy Model, mm -hmm. Instagram at PopRocks428, and on TikTok at ThePopRocks. And PopRocks is spelled P-O-P-R-O-X-X. -X. And if you would like to follow the talented, beautiful model, Miss Stacy, you can do so. How can they do so? Uh, on my Instagram is... Skin C S K I N C Y, the model nurse, and then on um, TikTok is Booty Judy seventy eight. I love that name, Booty Judy. Say, ab absolutely, <laughs> Big Booty Judy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've been a big booty Judy since Air Force. (laughs) So you can follow both of our very talented, beautiful models. I cannot stress that enough. Talented. On their social medias. And remember, their social medias are there for you to enjoy, not to stalk. So don't be a creeper. And until next time, I'm Vada. This is Roxy. And you've been listening to VCR. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Yay. Good show. Looking to shape up or maybe get rid of some unwanted fat? You need to give our friend Roxy Perez a call. Book a mobile appointment. Melt some unwanted fat away. You can reach her at 832-686-3873 or email her at ascensionaesthetics at gmail.com. You can also find Ascension Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ascension Aesthetics. Need a clean space? Call a clean space for you in multi-services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704 or you can email them at acleanspaceforyou at gmail.com. Need some sweet treats for your next big event or maybe you just have a sweet tooth? Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes. S K I P P I T Y C A K E S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs. Things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281 221 9703. That's 281 221 9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Roxy Perez. Logo by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always reach us at the VCR Show at gmail.com or at our socials on Insta and Twitter at the VCR Show. Theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library.